I need to apologize to you up front. Finally. There's a show. No, I don't know what about. What about? Go ahead. Yeah, no, you you're going to you're going to accept my apology, but you're also going to be a little ashamed. No, I'm a little ashamed too, but I just I don't it's just one of those things I haven't got around to yet. So mm-hmm. the toys that made us, I still have not seen. I have seen all of its question mark. I might not have seen the so. Hello Kitty one. That might oh, okay. be the only one I haven't seen. But not because it's Hello Kitty. I saw the Barbie one, and it's very interesting. But how many is there of a total? Eight, uh, I think. I think there's two seasons of four. I think there's two seasons of four each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, but I saw the movie they had one. A, they had a sequel one, yeah. That's the one I didn't see. I didn't see the movies that made us. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one's that one's good. So maybe we make an agreement. I'll go watch the mm-hmm. Toys one, and you have to go watch. Because the movie now, one is really interesting. The, the uh, Home Alone it? one. Don't, the Home didn't Alone you know really good. all that stuff already? No, you didn't no, know all the information? No. Oh, no. Right. There's a lot of okay. stuff right. behind the scenes stuff. You know stuff. a lot about yeah. movies. So yeah, yeah. If, if you're saying there's new stuff, all right. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a little taste, a slight taste. So Home Alone, that mm-hmm. house... The in- the inside of that house was built in a gymnasium, a oh, high school gymnasium. Oh, so huge. Yeah, and they just needed That's to be cool. able to move walls and stuff, you know. So it All was. Right. Yeah. It's uh, there's some crazy shit like that. Yeah. Um, the reason I bring this up, this is our upcoming show. Episode. Oh yeah, we should probably say that right off the bat. If you're looking for stuff to watch this December, this is your upcoming show. Just like every month, right before the month starts, we have an episode yeah. where we talk about what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the one coming up, December 1st, the Hollywood, they're doing a Hollywood movies that made us. uh, Holiday, sir, holiday. What did I say, Hollywood? Hollywood (laughs) Hollywood. movies that made us. They already did that. I'd love to see the other ones. I'd (laughs) love to see the Bollywood movies that made us. I'd love to see, like, what are the other, Uh, aside from Hollywood, you know? Like, that would be super interesting. Or like the like the the sport sporting events that made us, you know. Oh, like you're just going mm-hmm. anything that made just us. Like oh yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. that made well, us that's visual. Okay. Visual. I believe I don't know if this is a note that I put down for this show or a different show, but no, yeah, it's the holiday movies that made us. Uh, yeah. I wrote this is the new version of the I love the series, right? This is the oh. same thing. Yeah, and it went away. Yeah, like I with, love the with, '90s or whatever. Right, but with like research this is that mm-hmm. with research yeah not just actually, people like you know wasn't that cool yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, but the people who were actually there going like oh no this is what was actually cool about it right right or or just like strange or weird or like unique mm-hmm. yeah all that kind of you know what the I, yeah stuff. i take it back this is the much better version of the <laughs> i love the series yes yes because yeah. it's not just trying to like put thing put content on like vh1 to like fill mm-hmm. time and like you know, it's like a nothing thing. This is like a something now, thing. You know. Now this is a this is a Netflix series. I don't think we mentioned that. Uh, yeah. And the holiday movies that made us, as far as I can see, is only two episodes, or is it going to be four? And they've only announced two. That's what I was curious about. But from what I can tell, there's only it's just two. The two. There's just the two. So the yeah. two episodes are Elf, the movie Elf with uh, what's his name? 
Will the Ferrell. guy who gets naked in all his movies, Will, Will Ferrell. <laughs> and uh, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Elf uh-huh. is definitely a, a, a very beloved modern Christmas classic, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, it is the perfect place for what's-her-name, Adorkable. That's like, yeah. that is a movie made for her. And Will Ferrell's great. This is a movie that people, I think at the time, didn't think Will Ferrell could carry a movie. And yeah, he kicks ass. Yeah. The other movie, The Nightmare uh-huh. Before Christmas, that is a phenomenon. And I'm afraid of the blowback that that episode might get. Oh, really? Yeah. You Those mean a phenomenon? The people who are into Nightmare Before Christmas uh-huh. are into it, but they like bleed. Oh, Nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. I have heard about that, yeah. So you're saying that they, based on what they say, the backlash yeah. from those fans and coming out of the world. You know how backlash from fans is sometimes. It doesn't actually yeah. have to be something backlash-worthy. It could just be something that scr- that scratched them the wrong way or whatever, you know? Yes. And, and they'll go into a flurry. Right. And, and the more passionate fans, the more dangerous or destructive those flurries can be. Yeah. And I think that the Nightmare Before Christmas fans are very passionate. And I wonder if that bleeds into Tim Burton also because specifically for those fans maybe because it does seem like they're going to go into the background of Tim Burton and uh, mm-hmm. and how he came up through the like Hollywood system. Because I overheard them in the trailer. They're like, uh, he was such a weird guy. I didn't know what to do with him yeah. you know, and this kind of thing. So yeah. Like, yeah. They so. mentioned that in the trailer that he's yeah. odd. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, guys. <laughs> I mean, you're all in the arts. I'm sure you run into oddballs all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But definitely a lot of this show seems to be, uh, or at least uh, Elf specifically. No, both of them actually from the trailer. Seems like it's a lot of uh, artists pushing up against the studios, which might be the safest Uh way to present the story because no fan (laughs) of the movie is a fan of the studio. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Right. And that's the thing, yeah, is that there's so many decisions and weird things that go on before everybody sees that movie that they love. And sometimes it is actually the studio pushing in the right direction something that, you know, like putting a little bit of a restraint on something that actually makes makes the filmmakers have to figure something out and problem solve and whatever. So Mm -hmm. it goes both ways. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting process. In in a lot of filmmaking, I, I know you've probably seen this a lot and I have just researching movies and TV ma- uh, making, uh-huh. but a lot of times it's limitations that really draw uh, out the talent of a creator. So, yeah, uh, yeah the, studios, the, the studio meddling is not always necessarily a bad thing. Uh, right. It is always annoying. Right. So, oh, yeah. And, and we know how these stories end. In the end of both of these stories, we get yeah. Elf and Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So they end their happy ending. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this seems like a cool show. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be fun, and that comes out yeah really quick actually from like maybe a couple days only mm-hmm. tomorrow. What's the first? Yeah, like Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. So then the very next day, and then uh-huh. I'm gonna have I'm I'm gonna have a couple of things on my list that I want to talk about, but yeah. that I just want to mention. I don't want to get get into them deep, but you know if people are interested, yeah. this is a thing that's happening. And that's very much true for the second thing on my list. The 2nd of December, Netflix is releasing a show called Alien Worlds. Have you heard of this? Uh, no, I had not. I watched the trailer just because you had, you had mentioned it. And um, uh, yeah, so I've seen that. That's it. So I, I hadn't seen the trailer. I was doing the research of what was coming out. Uh, I came across this show. I put it on the list. Mm-hmm. But looking at it, I was watching the trailer and stuff. We've seen a handful of these shows already, right? 
Yeah, I think yeah they're they're trying to couch this in like a documentary format. Like, yeah. oh, okay, this is what might be possible on other but planets. And we've also seen this show in like what happens after the apocalypse, what happens if we go to other planets and like yeah. try to live there, and a bunch right. of other things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that's... those are all kind of silly, right? <laughs> yeah, and I always wonder, and I always think that a lot of that stuff that we as humans create about what's on an alien planet an alien life form mm-hmm. it, it tends to be just variations on ourselves when really of I think what I, we know yeah and really i think it's going to be vary from that so if they can do that which some of the trailer did look like they were trying to show what the possibility of other beings can be other than just like bipedal like, organisms that almost seems like you could just go look at like a deviant art gallery of like a guy making alien monsters and be like cool and then just like that's it you got it Yeah, no, that could be, but I think they're gonna add a little more science stuff in there, so they're so they can kind of piece together. That's the rub of these shows, I think, is that. But I'll tell you one thing: a long time ago, I read something. I read, I don't remember what I read. I've read things, and -hmm. somewhere in those words, there were some words that said something like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We all understand the whole concept of aliens. And then some of us understand the concept of, well, aliens are going to be nothing like us because they grew up, or they grew up, they evolved in a completely different environment. They're going to be a product of that environment. And then nobody takes the extra step to be like, we do kind of assume dimensions exist. Why do we not assume that other beings can cross dimensions, can overlap dimensions? There's a perfectly possible uh, uh, reality where we live with other beings and do not interact with them that much maybe we call them ghosts maybe we call them uh accidents or uh what what do you call it uh miracles maybe we call them different things uh, the electromagnetic spectrum or whatever right right yeah no so after like that concept i always think fuck you better come up with some crazy stuff alien yes Yeah, exactly. No, that's why. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with not identifying, being able to identify with another uh, species of life that doesn't have eyeballs and a mouth and hands, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm okay with it just being like a puddle of whatever. And it just does this weird thing. That's okay. That's fine. It's when, it's when an alien can be like a concept that I'm like, Hey, fuck you. That's not okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So this could be hit or miss this, this show. Yeah. But. I know one that is going to be a hit, and that comes uh, two days later, also on Netflix. Most of this list is Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's Selena, the series. And well, we talked about this a little bit already. You did mention it, yeah. I forget what, oh, because the actress, right, I think. The main actress and, came oh, up. I mean, I would have mentioned, yes, but I would have mentioned it anyways because, you know, oh, ha, the link I made to the... In our in our doc is to the to the artist, not to the show. Sorry about that. Anyways, I don't click uh, your yeah. links anyway. So, I don't click. Yeah, I, neither do I. I don't even know oh, why okay. I put them in there. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, this is a, a series that's being produced by the family, same as the movie. Uh, they have the rights to all her information, obviously. Who does so. say that again? The family, Selena's the family. family. Okay, okay. The Quintanillas. Uh-huh. The Quintanillas of Tejano singer Selena, uh, slain Tejano singer, biggest crossover artist of her time. By crossover, I mean into multiple languages. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a huge, huge artist. She was going to be an international sensation, the likes of 
your shares in Madonna's, and she uh-huh. was cut down in the prime of her life by her fan club president. Is that what it was? And, and a gun. Is that what it was? Did you okay. never? You never saw I the forgot. movie? No, I didn't know. I knew. I knew it's, like it's roughly her story. It's but a cool movie. It's yeah, like as good a like biopic it. as any musician gets, for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, J Lo is amazing. Jennifer Lopez is fantastic in that movie. So have, but, you, uh, have you heard? Is this like a limited series where we're going to wrap everything up by the end? No, or could I know be... for a fact that she does not die at the end of the series. Oh. Okay. So oh, cool. If I had to guess, this is going to continue. If I had to guess, guess this is yeah. going to be. Uh, probably like a three season thing right uh that's cool it is there was a different there was another documentary show called el secreto de selena which translates to <laughs> the selena secret secret okay yeah uh-huh. but it has been thoroughly um trashed by the family as being all made up bullshit mm. Mm-hmm. So these are the two competing stories of Selena, the the one that people are saying is bullshit and the one that is directly from her family. And mm-hmm. uh the family story is a good story. I don't I don't think they're lying. I don't think they're I obviously they're going to shine it up a little bit, but yeah. You know, didn't we just watch uh, a biopic of people who, who wasn't wasn't there a big biopic recently made by the people they're talking that it's talking about? Um, I more mean, recently than straight out of Compton. I mean, like within the last year, there was like a big one. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't that know. like I think I even even know that. And when I learned, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I don't know if that makes it that great. Yeah, because a little too close. This, you mean like sometimes it's hard for a subject yeah. to like be honest about what it's going. They might talk be about. precious about their mm-hmm. about their public persona. Right. Right. Um, I'm just looking too at the uh, the director. It seems like maybe she's going to be the director for the whole thing. Is a lady with a it's a Japanese. She's got a Japanese name. It sounds like, but she lives. She's born in Mexico, uh, completely yeah. Mexican by all accounts, like in terms of that. But uh, uh, and uh, is usually a like a second unit, first unit director for hire. Um, but oh, okay. so it's like her big thing. Yeah, she seems like they're right. This is her break. Yeah, okay. that's what it Good seems for like. Her. Um, but, and I like the idea of having a. Oh, it says maybe she's only doing two episodes. I was gonna say it's, okay, but, but she's it, setting it, the tone. Like- that was you know, and yeah. the first episode is usually directed by the quote unquote showrunner, which is a, a term that is I think now starting to go away a little bit. Yeah, it came it came quickly and it hopefully it goes away as quickly because that yeah. doesn't really describe a real position on a show. Right. But I think if you if you hang around TV making for long enough, when you when you hear someone say showrunner, you kind of know what they mean. It doesn't yeah. mean. Yeah, it means like the person who sets the tone for the show. That's right. That's perfect. But it's not. Yeah, it's meant, not meant to be like a literal. They're not a director thing. of the show. They yeah. don't yeah. make all the decisions that go into how the show is made. Right, and in fact, a lot of times they actually don't even direct that much too. Like they're just kind of overseeing mm-hmm. like all the stuff, putting the. They pieces make sure in that place. it all carries the same tone. That it doesn't right. seem like a bunch of pieces from a mixed up, jumbled up uh, puzzle. That right. it's all one picture. Right, yeah, because a lot of times, yeah, a director will come in and do two, maybe three episodes, and then they'll be like, so like Game of Thrones did that, right? Like a lot of times, they'll have chunks of seasons where it's like consistent, like story-wise, somewhat like arcs. So like, okay, you're gonna drag these two because these kind of go together, and then those two or those three go together, whatever. So, yeah, it seems like that's what they're doing on this, but uh, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this though. 
Mm. To be yeah, honest, I can understand if a, I think the fact that Selena was a uh, was a big cultural icon to Latinos is definitely yeah. going to be is going to lean in their direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did make enough of an impact here in the United States and her biopic movie that I think this is definitely going to draw a good amount of interest. Mm-hmm. But your average red blooded American man, I do not see <laughs> what their their lead into this is. Yeah, and just other th- than being interested. Right, yeah, and from the trailer, yeah, it just seems a little yeah. like kind of a, like a, like a softy kind of a teenagery thing, yeah. which makes sense. Like that's like that should she, be your she audience. She was a young, yeah. she was a very young adult one. Yeah, and 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 uh, I'll watch this. I'll watch the first episode absolutely because I I just want to know what it looks like, know what it feels like. Sure. I'm probably not gonna watch the whole thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely want to be in the know at least of you know the feel of the show. So I'll I'll check out the first episode. Cool. Uh, the same day that 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 first Friday of December sure is stacked. By the way, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff on the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I when I was a kid, I re I read a lot. I think you could probably tell by the way I talk that yeah. I this, this is how people talk when they read books as small children. <laughs> and uh, I read uh, the books that were offered to me by the Scholastic Corporation. Yes. Give us the little leaflets of books to check yeah. off that ones what we wanted and then my parents would be like that's entirely too many too uh, and yeah. then i go get them uh-huh. and i would often get books aimed at kids but that were very clearly from a pulp uh like uh genre okay maybe that led into my love of genre mm-hmm. stuff now mm-hmm. yeah uh, and one of the main character, or two of the main characters in those books, were the Hardy Boys. Do you know yeah. the Hardy Boys? Do you know no. who they are? No, I really don't know. Uh, it, you know what's funny is that when I hear that name, I actually think of the wrestlers. You oh know, yeah, like the wrestlers Matt called the Hardy and, uh, Boys. Jeff, man, Jeff Hardy, hell yeah, yeah. The highest flyers in the world. The dude yeah. used to do a move that he would land on the top of his head. Yeah, Why right. is he alive still? He still does know. it. A swanton bomb. Anyways. Yeah, so that, uh, that's no. all I know about. Yeah. And that's where they got their name, obviously. Right, but right. But the Hardy Boys, do you know who Nancy Drew is? Yeah, that name I've heard that. Na- yeah, she does like YA right. type of investigative yes. so stories. So she was a kid detective back, 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 uh, back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not I'm not 100%. I should have probably had this Like the 50s up, but, or something probably, right? At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. The, Nancy so Drew, the, yeah. the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew were part of the same like world or the same series. Started in the 30s. Okay. Nancy Drew started in the 30s. Uh, oh, wow. The Hardy Boys, uh, damn, I thought I'd have it. In the 20s. Wow, they go before. Uh, oh, shit. And, but Nancy Drew okay. definitely is the bigger name. Yeah, you know, sure. Since, since then. Sure. Uh, the Hardy Boys, they're detectives. They're two kids who are basically Encyclopedia Browns that run around uh, solving mysteries. But they, mm-hmm. they were very much in that old style. And uh, so the books all looked like that. Like the books looked like old pulp novels. And, and, and they had just a cool feel to them. Now, yeah, I don't remember anything about them. Like yeah. I still remember stuff about like uh, Matt Christopher's sports books and like uh, Judy Bloom. But I don't remember anything about the goddamn Hardy Boys. Right. So okay. they were clearly very forgettable. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the yeah. concept is cool. Pulp yeah. detectives for young people and actual brothers, right? They're brothers. Yeah, they're so brothers. that's cool. Yeah, yes. that's fun. Those boys, they're the the boys, you know, the Hardy boys, I'll the just boys re- that belong to the Hardy family. 
Yeah, I'll just read this real quick. When the Hardy Boys, Frank and Joe and their dad, Fenton, arrive in Bridgeport, they set out to uncover the truth behind the recent tragedy that has changed their lives and in doing so uncover something much more sinister. And I'll add, I think it's having to do with their death of their mother. Yes, I would would say the same. I think it's from the trailer. From the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And while I, I... Looking at all the advertising material for this stuff, knowing mm-hmm. that Nancy Drew is a semi-successful show on the CW, and knowing that the CW has made uh, uh, a knack out of taking these old, 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 like, 30s and 40s properties and turning uh-huh. them into modern-day, like, kind of scandalous stuff, mm-hmm. that's what I thought this was going to be. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought this was going to go right in. Like, what well, Nancy Drew is on the CW. Uh, so is uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, Riverdale. Uh-huh. Uh, Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is loosely tied to the to the Riverdale show. Oh, okay. Uh, also has that CW feel, even if it's a Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, so going into this trailer, I was surprised to see it looked more like a regular show. Yeah. It looks like a. Like a drama. It doesn't look like a teen drama. No. It just looks like a drama. It, yeah. looks, it looks actually, yeah. It, it, I was it pretty well shot. It, it looks crisp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have Riverdale still uh, and shows of its ilk still have that that soap opera film feel to me a little bit. Yeah. Like, I it, agree. they don't, but they just do. It's, yeah. Maybe it's the way the camera moves. Yeah. Something about it looks like a soap opera. Yeah. This doesn't. This looks like a, like a cinematographer took a hand at this. Right. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, it looks like 13 episodes. And I'm curious like what these episodes are going to run cuz it seems like maybe I mean it's probably standard standard uh I would imagine dramatic if, if stuff. I had to guess they're your usual 42 uh yeah. minute episodes. But it I is so. it's it's like I didn't notice this. I only noticing this now looking at the first paragraph in the Wikipedia. The uh-huh. Hardy Boys is an upcoming Canadian crime comedy television series. Oh, wow. I didn't get Whoa. that at all from the trailer. No. That it was any comedy. Comedy, wow, huh? Crime comedy, and they and they put crime comedy as a as a genre that you can click on, but it just goes to oh no, it goes to crime film, and then crime comedy is a hybrid of huh. crime and comedy. So what maybe, yeah, maybe like for the trailer's sake, they didn't want to like confuse people with because how do you show both drama and, and that's a tough comedy, that's a tough know? sell, yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it veers more on the drama side, but then there's like a comedic high school there's, element or, with the high school. Or, uh, or it. it's darkly comedic. Right. Oh, that could be. Darkly comedic is hard to sell to people who don't like. Who, who are people turned who off say by they it, really. don't like. Yeah. Turned yeah. off by it. Yeah. Not knowing that they like it. They just mm-hmm. don't understand what they're looking at when they see it. Right. No, I agree. I was just looking up to the cinematographer to see if he's got any claims to he's fame. Oh, tight or not. Yeah. Okay. Titans. Titans a good looking show. I'm not. I, I've never seen it, but it's pretty. It's a good looking show. Yeah. Not um, a lot of blood and water. I don't know. Not a lot of stuff, but no. But I'm. I'm. Cool. I'll give this a. I'll give this one episode for sure. Maybe we'll do a. Sh- maybe we'll do a. A, a pilot episode. A pilot. Yeah. Just to yeah. get just to get us into it and see what we think. Yeah. Why not? Stay tuned, listener. You don't. Yeah. You don't tune podcasts, but stay tuned. <laughs> uh, speaking mm-hmm. of beautiful looking shots of, mm. of gorgeous. Uh, cinematography mm-hmm. there's uh, another show coming out that same day 12 4 it's called mm-hmm. earth at night in color <laughs> it's coming yeah. out on apple tv plus uh-huh. and just go watch the trailer just go watch it just yeah. go watch it 
Just go yeah. watch. There's another docu yeah, documentary. Uh, We've seen stuff like this. Your planet oh. Earths and your and your deep deep blue sea. No, that's the shark. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it is something called something like that though. Yeah. No, planet Earth is those the Disney ones. The, no, but those, there's something those. called the, but, the deep blue or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, I'm not making. <laughs> I wasn't just making uh, a joke. There uh, is a thing called. That. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like those or the IMAX ones. I forget what the IMAX ones are called. Uh, yeah, but I, know. Uh-huh. I know some of the planet Earth ones have been shot on IMAX. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's gorgeous documentaries, right? It's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous wildlife documentaries, but these are have the have the very specific like uh, caveat or like uh, shtick that mm-hmm. they're being shot by ultra competent lenses at night, yeah, uh, with very specific uh, equipment made to things look brightly colorful despite lacking the light to to draw that color out right what you get is absolutely striking visuals of what animals do at night yeah which is like a lot of them like a lot of animals we have no clue about that life that they lead that is such a cool idea yeah that was such a cool idea reading Mm -hmm. about that i was like oh yeah huh yeah, so in the trailer, they even mentioned like one of the science people was like, literally, we're seeing these jaguars and studying them doing things that we've never known what they do at this, you yeah, know, this mm-hmm. part of their life, you know, like half of, you can that, imagine if you went to study animals and all you did was study them in, you know, yeah. the daylight, You're missing like, half of their existence, right? And not all of them are obviously nocturnal, but at the same oh, time, even if they're not nocturnal, their right, sleep patterns true. have something to do with their lives too. Sure. Yeah. And then also like a lot of animals too, they see better at night than us. Like just cause yeah. we don't see good at night doesn't mean the rest of the animal planet does, you know? So it's Those like, mother. Yeah. This, and this maybe this is a tiny tangent, but I'll draw us back quick. Hmm. Uh, I have always been fascinated by the idea of like, Oh yeah, we don't, we don't even have five senses. We have like seven, but the ones that we know are only like four of them. We've combined taste and smell or whatever. Uh, Oh, interesting. But, but there exist like, 35 to 50 oh wow that we don't have yeah yeah oh wow yeah that would be fully considered like a shark can feel can tell electromagnetic magnetics in water wow yeah that's how how (laughs) shit that we can't possibly understand right right like not we can understand like a plug gets plugged into an outlet we can't understand like our brain can never do what that thing's brain does yeah Right. That's and that's fascinating. I want to see some of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so this is gonna be cool. Six episodes mm-hmm. uh, on Apple TV Plus, and what's his name's doing the uh, voiceover? Uh, Tom oh, Hiddleston. Yeah, who is it? Okay. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, that's right. Loki, right? Loki. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have that in my. Uh, yeah, I just I literally all my notes is Tom Hiddleston, uh-huh. awesome cameras at night, and then I just wrote the lyrics to the song Night Moves. <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, because that's the what they. Ni- there was a good song Wait. in there. They had a good song. Oh, was there? I don't know. I was thinking of Night Cheese by Liz Lemon from 30 Rock. Yeah, I'm going to for- Yeah, I forget now, but it was like they had some good lines. That, oh, like the freaks come. It wasn't the freaks come out at night. But oh, it was like- that, that would be good. Though, <laughs> That's a pretty good one, though. Yeah. That would be a good one. A little goofy. You, you, but somebody so. should put you in charge of this. I could. No, dude. I could do I could do it. Fine. Finally, Dan. No, not finally. I have two more shows on the fourth. Oh, no. The one I crossed out, Stillwater. That was the Apple TV children's show that I was like, wait, why is this on my list? Shut oh, up. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the panda one. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Uh, on Netflix, uh, strangely going up against, uh, this is not counter-programming. This is, <laughs> I think, 
Selena watchers would watch this. Uh, yeah. This is a show called Tiny Pretty Things. Now, I mentioned yeah. this last month because of the ridiculous names these shows have. Right. Is this the show I talked about last month? <laughs> Wait, cause, okay, because, okay. So. Because those other ones are old, right? Pretty Little Liars, Little Fires Everywhere, little and, and uh, Dirty Pretty Things. Big, big Little Lies. There's Big, big little, little Lies on HBO. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is uh, Dirty Pretty Things a thing? That sounds like a thing. Dirty, yeah, like that's why I thought this was maybe a there sequel. Is, oh, it's a movie. That's a 2002 movie. Oh, that's a movie. That's, but, an, old, but that's then an old, old that, that has nothing to do with this. But then what's the one? There's Pretty Little Things, there's I believe. Pretty, the, oh, oh, no, there's Pretty Little Liars, yeah. Pretty Little Liars, pretty that's li- it. Pretty Little Liars, Little Fires Everywhere, and Big Little Lies. <laughs> and now this one. Yeah, but is uh, is is Pretty Little Liars related to this? Because I thought I heard it no, mentioned in the same No, none of them are related breath. at all. I think oh, okay. The, the, okay. the lady that wrote them is... It wrote like three out of those four. Oh, is that right? Okay, so it is yeah. somebody involved. I think they're. I think. Oh, this is based on a book. This, this is based on a book. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, is that is that right? Is that? I'm not seeing the anything writer on of that? this book. So maybe this is the one that is not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she wrote the same, like a similar. I'm trying to see if she wrote like another book. No, that's the only thing she's written. The the okay. writer of the book. Right. She also wrote shiny broken pieces. Uh, and everywhere. then she wrote Shiny, yeah. broken little pieces everywhere so i know a handful of those shows are by the same people but they're not they're not connected they're okay. all individual okay. shows okay but yeah it's, uh, oh man this is rough like i don't know like they're combining yeah, uh, a lot of elements in the trailer just have, trying to make a murder what's that i'm not gonna watch this i have no interest no. in watching any of this but yeah. all those other shows have been successful and some of them have been considered good so I think it's yeah. important to mention that they're when they when shows again of the same ilk are coming around uh, coming out around each other. Yeah, and it's well, it's funny you said because it it's not counter programming, but it's kind of weird for Netflix to me to put pretty similar things, and maybe they mm-hmm. wouldn't these technically on the maybe, same day. Yeah, like the same day. Like why not space? You them would out? think a week apart because people binge them anyways. So right, right, they'll be done by the end of the week. Yeah, and that's the thing is everything just lives on Netflix anyway. So I mean, it's yeah. You could always go back to it, but it does really kill the zeitgeist. You can't talk about it with your friends because everybody's watching it whenever they watch it. Right. And this one, though, does seem, I guess, it, if we wanted to pull some hairs, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit more adult because it's involving like a murder or a death, right? Somebody falls off a building, I believe, or is thrown off, perchance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How I mean, about, are know. you are you a Lauren Holly fan? No, I don't know who that is. Who's that? She's the oh, uh, she's the lead of NCIS. She was the lead of Picket Fences, was she? Oh I'm no, she was a oh yeah, oh okay, yeah. She had she's, the headlights. She's, she's in, uh, a Dumb and Dumber. She is an actress. She is a yeah. capital A actress. Yeah, but uh, I just don't know her for that much stuff. Dude, Dumb and Dumber. That's a, the main thing. Oh my god, 1994. Dude. I know, I know, but still, like, <laughs> that's why I don't really. I couldn't name one other thing after that. These are all. I like, mean, I know the stuff, Sabrina, but. That's a famous movie and also my mother's name. Uh, any given uh, Sunday, uh, you know, a million a things TV, that you that you recognize. But yeah, she's a gun, gun for hire for TV movies and TV shows. That's basically yeah. that basically. But yeah. she is, is an actress, like, though. She is a solid like go to. Yeah. So yeah, and she's I, in every episode what? of the show. Bet she's got a couple of awards. No, oh, okay. no, she doesn't. <laughs> nope. Never. <mind. laughs> 
My bad. Sorry, Lauren <laughs> Holly. Sorry. That's a name though. That's a blast from the past. A name I haven't heard in a long time. Sure. So I like that. Sure. It's that's definitely cool. uh, familiar. Yeah. Can we move on, Dan? Sure. Because I've got. A, I want to talk about this. This is going to be something outside of your wheelhouse, Dan. Okay. Twelve five. We've gotten out of the fourth. The tension is a Netflix show coming from Korea, based on a video game. Yes, that's correct. I read and, uh, in the notes yeah. based on a video game. Question mark. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but let me tell you a little bit about this game. I'll try to be fast because it's, uh, yeah, I know this isn't everybody's, uh, thing, but there's a company called, uh, shoot red flower, red something. Uh I thought I had it in my notes. Overseas company. Yeah. It's a Korean, uh, Taiwanese, uh, 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 video game company. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what they did is they put this, they put this, uh, game out. It's a horror game called, uh, detention. And it's a 2D game. That means that it's like Super Mario Brothers. It happens on a 2D plane. It's not like walking around the world. It's like just right. a guy moving left and right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but it's a horror game. And it was set during, uh, well, what's called the White Terror period in Taiwan when China came in. And basically, if anybody looked like a smart or important upcoming person would be disappeared and often uh, murdered. Uh, but this uh-huh. is a this is a, a stretch of time that lasted the entire almost the entire time uh, China was in Taiwan, uh, so uh-huh. which is not technically over. That's complicated. The point is, it was horrible and terrifying, and this game did a very good job of giving you that feeling. Mm. Uh, naturally, in the game setting, the Chinese are the villains of the game, so naturally, China outlawed this game. They said, hell, right. you can't. Uh, no. Red Candle Games is the name of the company. Uh, they uh, This game was lauded and praised ridiculously. Uh, people were like, holy crap, this is terrifying. It's about a real story about some really terrible things that happened in Taiwan. Uh, it's a it's a love story, uh, but it but like a like a poisoned love story uh-huh. and nothing but good things. The, the company comes out with another game. Uh, it's called uh, crap. I forgot. I had it right here in my notes. Also, devotion, and okay. also gets banned for different reasons. But clearly, the companies—they're just after them. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of American companies leave them holding the bag. So on their second game, they get banned pretty much everywhere because oh, of wow. this stupid little ad making fun of whatever Chinese I'm going to get killed for this one Chinese Winnie the Pooh okay yeah you know how he gets <laughs> mad about that well he got mad that the whatever superior leader uh, was yeah was was the, in the game there's like some newspaper covering a window and like on the newspaper is a cartoon of Winnie the Pooh and in the writing it says something like doesn't he look like Winnie the Pooh bah, ha, ha. yeah and and because of that because of a little texture in a corner of the game, mm-hmm. the game has like totally been destroyed. Oh wow! You can still get it, but only in physically in Taiwan. You can wow. actually still get this game if you go to Taiwan, get in contact with them. They will but give you a physical copy. That's this game they, or the other game? That's the second game. The first right. game is still available outside of China. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now in a and I think a bid to like stay alive, the company has optioned the first game to a TV show. Right. Uh, so this is a TV show about a love story during 38 
well, the time period of 38 years of quote unquote unspeakable oppression. Uh-huh. That seems pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I'm looking at the video game a little bit right now, just like on YouTube. It's very Silent Hill. It's very you. You go to the same places, but sometimes they're more nightmarish than other times. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it looks got a lot of that feel. Yeah, it looks like a haunted like old school. School. It's mostly a yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a. This comes up a lot in like anime and stuff, uh-huh. but it is uh like a like a student teacher romance kind of. Okay. Okay. But, but then within but that's not the main point of the story. That's maybe the catalyst of what's okay. happening. Okay. Yeah. And then amidst that though, what is the horror that's going on? Do we know? Oh, just that? the well. I mean, the same as in Silent Hill, uh, or any almost any horror that has to not actually do with horror, like your drags me to hell and your things like that. Yeah. Where the actual horror of the real world is being personified by monsters and creatures. So they see what they see as ghosts and and bloody hands are the personification yeah. of the Chinese government's oppression. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and then it looked like there's like this girl that is, if I'm remembering the trailer right, that uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like she's li- she's stayed there through time or something. Like she lives there. So like she's out of I think time. I would be giving a little bit of story away. I oh, think okay. I'd be giving a little story away. If if you yeah. say that, but that's what yeah. the trailer the, showed. That's I mean, the if that's the girl from the romance. That is the girl uh-huh. of the romantic pairing. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, if there is a central character, that would be her, I guess. But yeah, uh, I can't tell anymore. Okay. It looks interesting. I think people should. Look into it if and see if that's something they'd be interested in. Okay, cool. I think moving from there to something that you are more interested in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so on December 6th, um, I've been seeing trailers for this for a while on Showtime. Um, it's a show with uh, Brian Cranston called Your Honor. Mm-hmm. That's Breaking uh, Bad guy. Yeah, and it's kind of a Breaking Bad-ish uh, thing because he plays a judge. A uh, man in like a, a, of high regard and then his son uh, kills somebody or is uh involved in somehow a murder and he's then trying to find ways to to help him cover it up it right. seems like from the trailers that i've seen yeah that's the basic yeah, yeah. premise uh-huh have you heard of this at all or yeah, seen it yeah they, it, i feel like yeah this is doing the rounds of uh of, of award baity stuff yeah uh-huh. um that, and that's a that's a negative connotation i don't think award bait is is a bad thing yeah. go for awards that's fine. well it's also just um, promotion right like you got to do you got to get the the name out there right and and let right know and a show coming. like this needs to be promoted with gravitas you know yeah. this isn't yeah. a like hey check this out this is a like a show comes once in a generation <laughs> maybe that's a little big but, the, but it's a big deal the it mean it's meaning to be serious right right and it could easily like a lot of showtime shows and it, HBO's late ladies have kind of loosened things up, right, with what they've shown. We've talked mm. about that with HBO Max and stuff. Uh, Showtime's always been a little loosey-goosey with some of their shows and maybe not consistent all the way through, so maybe this show will start strong and not well, finish strong. Or, I don't I know. I see that the, in the description is the least loosiest and goosiest of uh, descriptions uh-huh. in that he falls into a quote-unquote, these are quotes, high-stakes game of lies, deceit, and impossible and then i stopped writing the quote for some reason all right <laughs> that just sounds uh, very rote that sounds very generic yeah I no it doesn't that, yeah, i hope that's I, a problem of the of the copywriter and not of the show right yeah 
no, it's a very on the on the surface, it's a very broad premise. But I think within mm. that, there's a lot that hopefully they do work out. And then, uh, oh, I'm looking at the. Hold on a minute. And, and Craig Cranston is a truly incredible actor. He is a very very good actor. And that's why it yeah. makes me so happy that he does not take it seriously at all. Okay, so this guy, uh, based on the TV series, so the night of, so this guy did the night of, which was a oh, really that is great a very HBO serious show. show. Yeah, that is a seriousissimo show. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So, uh, some good people involved, which is cool. And then who plays mm-hmm. the son? Do we remember? I don't know if it's anybody I don't we know. Think that I? Yeah, I don't think it's somebody that I know. But I've literally spent the last minute trying to pull up the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Hunter Duhan. No clue. No, uh, oh, he's my, not oh. even a clickable page. Yeah, no, he's a whatever. Uh, but there's some other people. I was, I was worried whoever was uh, playing Franny was married by accident to Chris D'Elia. <laughs> <laughs> so Flea Black D'Elia is not Chris D'Elia's wife. <laughs> no. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock is in it, so you'll get at least one. She. Oh, nice. That's cool. Uh, uh, Hope oh. Davis. Hope Davis is in it. You you skipped over Does too, stuff. Michael uh, Stuhlbarg, oh. who you know and love. Uh, you oh, you're him. right. I don't know his name like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know his name like that, but he's in every. He's in so many things, and he's always. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's great. he's one of those actors, character actor. The, yeah. I know that guy. I know that mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. for sure. Fargo uh, lately. Yeah. yeah. Mar- mm-hmm. and character actor Margot Martindale. You don't get that joke. Uh, in uh, in uh, uh, Bojack, in Bojack, uh-huh. uh, Margot Martindale appears as herself often. Uh, oh, is really? Always That's is cool. always called character actress Margot Martindale. It's <laughs> never just called Margot. I like that. Uh, they That's always fun. say, "Look over there, it's character actress Margot Martindale." <laughs> Mar- uh, character actress Margot Martindale. Here's this Tommy gun, right, and then yeah. she shoots a bunch of people. That's she's funny. a fun character. She's a very fun character in that show. And she looks like, is she voiced her. by her? It's 100%, it's 100% yeah. her. 100%. Okay, okay, cool. Yep. That's cool. It's great. Right. It's nice. wonderful. Nice. <laughs> and Mara Tierney, uh, who is herself. Uh, she's uh, in there? I didn't see her in there. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see her She's listening. at the bottom of the my guest stars or recurring list. Oh, uh, right. So, yeah. Cool. So it looks like it's lined up to be a winner. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? But yeah, for sure, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be dipping into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll maybe we'll add that to the uh, to the pilot pilot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this next one I'm gonna have to take because of the same reasons, probably. Uh, uh yeah. oh, yeah. So this is this next one I have on here set for a Netflix release of December 10th. It's called Alice in Borderland. Uh, did you see the trailer for this? I did. Yeah. Uh huh. So this is this is a manga, Japanese oh. comic books, from oh. uh from a shonen magazine. Which the way they do their the way we do the way they do their comic books is much better than how we do it here, Dan. Uh-huh. They what they do is they have different shonen magazines. Shonen being like young boy, young boy magazines. Yeah, that is basically a compendium of ongoing comic books. So you mm. get like a phone book sized book once a month, and inside of there is 10 to 15 different comic books ongoing. And whether or not they get to stay is decided by sales. Okay. So, like, 
So, for example, you know Dragon Ball, right? You've heard of Dragon Ball. Yeah. That's a Dragon Ball Z or whatever, right? right? right. That's a famous thing. They made a movie out of it and everything. It was bad. Yeah. That was a comic book that ran for about forever in one of those magazines, and that's why it's so big. That's why there's so much of it. It ran forever. Uh So that's what this is. This is one of those comic books. Um, It ran for a while, and then they made it what they call an OVA, original video animation. So they also, instead of making a whole anime series that also has to like be able to be broadcast on TV, so it has to follow TV guidelines, uh-huh. instead they'll make like a short uh, mini series that gets released on video, and mm. therefore it doesn't have to follow any guidelines. Mm-hmm. But oh, and they can spend more money on the animation because it's meant to pay for itself and not be paid for by advertisements. Oh, uh-huh. uh right. And so that's what they made out of this, and it was successful. Oh, so cool. finally, they're bringing it around to a TV show. Mm-hmm. And here's what it is, Dan. Pretty simple. Uh, mm-hmm. These kids are fucking around. These little, these, these, uh, uh, what's, I like to think of it as John Connor and his friend, uh, what's his stupid name from uh, Salute Your Shorts? Yeah, I don't remember. I always forget it's his like, name. But yeah. It's like them. Uh-huh. It's like them. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of them just goes like, I wish our lives were fucking cooler. <laughs> and then they just wake up in... Our world, whatever, whatever looks exactly like our world, uh-huh. only it's empty, post-apocalyptic-ish, yep. but not fully. Uh-huh. And there was just a bunch of death games going on all the time, right? Everywhere, yeah. And any kind of game could be a death game. It could be hunting each other. It could be poker. It doesn't right. matter. Right. That's it. That's the premise. And they got and some girls like some girls like. Uh, or they're like, where are we? And she's like, nah, you already started playing. You're fucked already. Don't yeah. even ask. You're, this is dumb that you're even asking what has happened. Get <laughs> right. past that and begin like yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it seemed like the trailer was kind of cool, man. It was kind of out yeah. there, fantasy kind of elements mixed with like uh, sci-fi and stuff. Yeah. I don't watch enough Japanese cinema, mm-hmm. but of what I've seen, this looks more kinetic and almost like a Takashi Miike, if you, for anybody yeah. listening who knows what he shoots like. Right. Kind of like that. Like yeah. a real choppy, real like... Chaotic. Kinetic. Kinetic. Yeah. Kinetic. kinetic. The best yep. way I can say Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and then obviously... We'll give this one a couple episodes. Uh, what, uh, obviously, this is like harkens to like the Battle Royale Oh, yeah. Stuff, totally. right? Yeah. There's five or six anime I've seen all the way through, or I've at least seen their first season all the way through. That is almost exactly this premise. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like, they like it. They like a this. A slight... But this is where Hunger Games comes from, and this is where a lot of that, those ideas right. come from the same well as this. Sure. Yeah. And so, this yeah. is specifically this is cool. kids, though? Can you tell? Like, I was trying to no, see if I no, identified. No, no. This is, like, this is young adult, for sure. Yeah, okay. Which, in our day and age, means grown-ups, because right. who reads, who watches the Harry Potter movies and the Hunger Games yeah, movies? Right. Kids, for sure. Right. But Who's obsessed a bunch with them. Of adults. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this says. So, uh, yeah. It's, this, is a, this is like a YA thing. Yeah, the uh, IMDb description says a group of bored delinquents are transported. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, that seems that uh, looks cool, right? Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, I'm wondering with the and Alice Netflix, too. You know, I like that it's a Netflix thing. Right. Yeah. No, that's cool. It doesn't list the total episodes for some reason yet. It only says one episode, but uh, uh, I'm sure that'll come out soon. And then eighteen, uh, we've got. Or I'm sorry, nope, nope, that's for something else. No, I don't just think it's more scheduled. Than 10. I just see scheduled. It doesn't okay. say how many episodes. Okay, and then, but, uh, uh, and I'm curious yeah. too because like the Alice in obviously Wonderland reference, yeah, you know, I, how that I fits don't in. Yeah, I don't follow that. 
it'll yeah. find its way in there and it'll probably yeah. be just like a side joke or something but right, it's, right. i'm curious uh yeah. I'll, I'll i'll get through the next one quickly because um okay. i i don't have that much to say about it and it's also uh a little bit of language barrier for anybody who doesn't speak spanish uh-huh. uh um, this is the mess you leave behind this is a spanish drama uh that i thought i was gonna know what it was about and then it's not so here's what it's about why did you think rattle that, them off because I because just from the name, oh, I thought okay. I honest I was I was I the mess you leave behind sounds like leftovers. It sounds like you know by the name the mess you leave behind. I was getting the impression I just and and like looking at some stills, some promotional stills. I got the impression of like the leftovers or something like a okay. like a drama that was gonna have something in it that was weird, impossible, supernatural, or just wrong. Yeah, but the story's not about that. The story's about the drama. Right. Uh, it's not exactly that. Uh, what it actually, what it is on the very, very surface is, uh, a teacher committed suicide. Uh, another teacher who is taking her place doesn't think it was suicide. That's the very baseline story. Oh, that's in question, the, huh? The suicide itself. Oh, a hundred percent. That's wow. the main mystery. Oh, okay. The but this is what I have in my notes. Six different thing, six different notes uh-huh. uh, for the for the, what this show is about. And the first one's not exactly a theme, but it's a hot young teacher who is in a relationship because that's important to the other themes. Right. A hot young teacher who is with someone. It seems like she a fiance. It seems like a very serious relationship, if not already married. Uh-huh. Uh, has some mental problem history. Is taking over a job at a difficult school from a teacher who committed suicide. While having dangerous but sexy students and an overarching mystery. That is what this show is about. Yeah. That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what but I was you trying know to know. Mm-hmm. This is that. I, I feel like these kinds of shows, like trashy sex dramas, do have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it has its audience too. And it's. Uh... Oh, no. I think its audience has been growing a lot since the pandemic started. Yeah. Ever since I noted that, noticed that that like Romanian bondage movie was at number one for like three weeks, I was like, "Oh, people be into this shit right now." <laughs> oh, is that so, right on Netflix? Oh yeah, that what wow. was it? Three sixty five days or Enter oh. or something like that. Right. There's two of them. There's two of them. Those are two. Those are two different ones. I'm thinking of uh-huh. that. The so many days and the one that's just one word. That's the bondage one. I think. Right. right. I think it's Romanian. Those uh-huh. two were both at the top of uh, Netflix number uh, or top ten list for like over a week, wow. so people are into it right now, and I think this is right up that alley. I think the, from the trailer, it's a sexy looking show. Yeah, um, yeah, and like we've seen a lot of shows like this where the teacher is like having mm-hmm. problems with the kids because they kind of present well, that as like Kate Mara's in one right now. Oh, well, that was oh a teacher. That's like, yeah, that's like the side of, yeah, with the relationship with the students. But I'm saying like the, you can see where the, the, she's having trouble. Like, you're talking uh, about the, the dangerous minds, the dangerous yeah. minds aspect of this movie? Right, exactly. How, yeah. Do you think that's part at of any point she turns her chair around? She should she should maybe <laughs> maybe get Coolio to come down and drop some rhymes? Yeah, dude. No, that'd be cool. And I was thinking of the line. What's that other line where she says it in the movie? It's so embarrassing. You can't handle the truth. No. <laughs> no. Um, uh, where she like no, references... Uh, I forget. She says no, some I kind of like uh, I don't remember culturally black term or something, and like, or she's trying oh, to get get through down? to them. Does she say something like "Yeah, I'm yeah. down" or something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Dan, the next that. thing it's on the that. list, the next yeah. thing, Dan, is something I'm going to skip over because I've talked about it too much. Or have I? You have. Okay. The but stand is coming. It'll be because fun. You're, yes, it's the stand. It's going to be on the All Access app. Yeah, and I think it's it sounds interesting. I don't know. Again, it's just like anything. It's like I wonder if it can hold up to an entire season of like mm-hmm. good stuff, but... Um, I would very much like to come back and talk about this either during its airing or at the end. So maybe we can come back and talk about this later. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's so, on. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the that's weird on one. the CBS All Access. Yeah, <sighs> right. Which is like I know. kind of a weird thing, but we'll get our f- sticky fingers on it. I'll get it. I'm yeah. gonna get my hands on it, even <laughs> if I have to do like a free trial or whatever. Whatever. Right. That's fine. Yeah. So, you know what? In that case, the, too, then it might be it might make sense. You wait till it's like majority on before you even start mm-hmm. it, and then just like absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay. So stay tuned well, for updates on the stand. But I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm super into. It. Yeah. Uh, next is God. I really stacked a bunch of stuff. I'm into, huh? Sweet Home, <laughs> also from Korea. Last week, I told you to start paying attention to webtoons. This week, I've got a goddamn show from Netflix that's an adaptation of a webtoon. I didn't know this was going to happen, but it's fucking <laughs> happening. I'm telling you. What's a webtoon? There are webtoons are Korean web comics, and they are going to become an increasingly important uh, well for uh, a new content properties. Really. properties. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Like like comic books became about ten years ago or whatever, uh-huh. uh, and like little by little we're going to speed up. Like it's like uh, what's that called? The half-life of things, uh, technology, the the singularity. Yeah, where everything doubles, like mm-hmm. everything gets half as long to get to the next place. Mm-hmm. You know, records lasted a, half as long as CDs lasted half as long as, or right. the other way around. But whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, fuck, podcasts are being turned into shows. Okay, right. So our the our sources of TV shows are going to become faster and smaller, mm-hmm. and I promise you that webtoons is absolutely going to be one of them. It's it's very obvious. All the countries around uh, South Korea are picking it up real quick, and uh, and Korea's tank. South Korea is not yeah. a big country, right. so that it's affecting the countries around it so quickly is important. Uh, and this show, it looks silly. It, it looks, looks crazy. The, the dude. trailer looks, looks like uh, the trailer looks like a trailer for a roller coaster. That's right. what the trailer looks like. Yeah, through a haunted house or something. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. a it's just a camera doing whoosh moves through like. Uh, like, I a a haunted set yeah. of of different things, like but different rooms. It looks like it look they look like escape rooms. But were the rooms that were wishing. Tell, correct me if I'm wrong. We're the from the point of view of a monster, I believe, though, through a lot of it. Well, that's what we look. That's that, what it feels like. We don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know. Well, okay. okay. So here's the general idea. This kid is involved. This kid. It's because I'm old now. This young man is involved in a tragedy where he loses his entire family. Uh, mm-hmm. He moves away. He moves to a different place, and he moves into an apartment building, a very maybe stifling or maybe like intrusively like compact mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuffed together apartment block. When stuff starts se- seeming like it's going weird or wrong, um, mm-hmm. in an effort to survive the encroaching darkness and strangeness and now monsters and creatures the uh members of this apartment building who have not yet turned into monsters which means the other monsters are indeed their previous loved ones uh band together to try to survive this 
that's the synopsis of the story. In the apartment complex, huh? So in the most complex, of it's all inside, in this complex. within the complex. Huh. Which just sent my mind spiraling into a, like, imagine if, like, you lived in New York and the post-apocalypse is just all the high-rises sealed off and, right. like, tunnels connecting them. And, yeah. like, different people different live in different cities, like the Empire State Building City and, uh, <laughs> uh, like, across the street, whatever street, whatever yeah. building is across the street. But they're so isolated because of whatever's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, that would be so cool, right? Right, yeah. That's kind of like Dread. Uh, Remember the Dread 3D movie? Uh, it was kind of like that. I, no, I thought of Dread. I, well, I didn't think of Dread the movie, but yeah. I thought of Judge Dread because uh. I thought, like, oh, if I guess it would have to be, like, it would be like a zombie thing and be like, well... I mean, zombies easy because ladders. You just build mega cities <laughs> within yeah. walls. Oh, that's Judge Shred. Oh yeah, I just <laughs> I just reinvented Judge Shred. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, is that why? Yeah, huh? Yeah, that's they... why they live in mega cities because oh. everything is monsters outside. So right. they just big giant walls because the monsters can't get over the stupid wall. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that's what mega. That's what Judge Shred is about. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, it could be. So cool, yeah, man. it's it's cool. I like horror. This is super genre. I'm into it. Yeah, I think that could be. You wanna, you wanna. I've intro, I've introed four in a row. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna do the next one? Oh yeah, this one's interesting. Yeah, because um, on Netflix, I believe this is Chadwick Boseman's final, yes, performance. Yeah, in a movie mm-hmm. called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, right. about 1920s uh, jazz singer lady who I'm assuming it's based on a real person. Like I don't know that much I about the history of this. Did uh, not. So have I, I have. Let me pull up some no, stuff too. Nope. I did not take that many notes on that because I assumed that you were going to know some more about it. I apologize for that. No, this is a new. I, I know Chadwick. I had heard, you know, just like rough things about like, oh yeah, he has this other last uh, movie coming out December eighteenth. It looks like. Well, and we knew that he had a few things out. Like, like uh-huh. what, what do we see him oh. last in? Um, uh, no, Twenty One Bridges. That was a while ago. Uh, no, we what was the last uh, Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. Oh, Five Bloods that's was what, one. That's the last thing I saw. There's one other thing, too. Let's see. Or, you know what? I do feel like there might have been a difference. Oh, 21 Bridges. Yeah, it was that before the Five That was Bloods. after the Five? No. That was before. Bridges, the 2019. Before. The Five uh-huh. Bloods 2020. Oh, yeah. no, you're saying that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, uh, so that's cool. So he still has some voice acting left as T'Challa the in uh, the What If series that's going to be coming out for Marvel on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, oh, okay. other than that, this is his final performance. Yeah, uh, he plays like a, a, a what do you call that? A trumpet, trumpet, a trumpet player, a trumpeter. Yeah, jazz trumpeter. Who it's the I realize it's not true, but the trailer almost like is trying to say he invented the wah on the trumpet. Like it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't it kind of seem like the trailer is going like this is the oh. first guy who I went wah wah, you know, like, and it's like. <laughs> What's that noise? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. the trailer's yeah a little misleading, I think, in that in that sense. But it's a cool trailer. It's a very cool trailer. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's mainly like what we're seeing is Viola Davis in a role that mm-hmm. like she's almost unrecognizable. Oh yeah, so but definitely I, she's I, gonna be fighting for an Oscar. I'm I sure this, this is a, and I'm sure this is a, and it is. Yeah, the mother of Rue's, uh, the mother of blues, uh, Gertrude Ma Rainey. Uh, it was indeed a uh, a true a real person. It's got to okay. be a thing, a, a historical thing that they're doing with her makeup, with her eye makeup. Yeah. In the uh, in the thing, I realize yeah. that the whole thing is that she comes out super made up, but her performances are so like 
invigorated that she's covered in sweat by the time she comes out so her makeup is obviously running and stuff uh-huh. but it does seem like she spends a lot of the movie in like crazy looking makeup like yeah like crazy looking eye makeup well and, she, and she's i think she put on a lot of weight but also is wearing mm-hmm. like probably a fat suit or something some some uh prosthetics for sure yeah yeah because she's unrecognizable like she looks like mm-hmm. twice her size from from what we've usually seen her in and so and uh, yeah i don't know i don't know if the if the poster or the, the posters for netflix stuff aren't even really posters they're like yeah. ads yeah but uh the poster is of the two of them and i'm curious if that would have been that way if Chadwick Boseman didn't pass away. Right. Uh, right. Because the, I definitely get the impression that the trailer is playing up Boseman more than he would have been, uh, which I think means this is a Viola Davis acting like, 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 uh, which uh, showcase. Yeah. No, I think so too. Yeah. Cause I was, I was curious. I mean, maybe they did stick in a little more Chadwick in the trailer, but it, it just it takes trailer. a while. I'm not saying they, change the story or anything to sure but, but yeah but he even doesn't so, pop up in the trailer until like halfway through right right which makes me think yeah he's not really like playing like uh necessarily like one-to-one for her in the movie like she's the main exactly. one and then he's like a piece in the in the but situation. certainly the trailer i think the trailer definitely plays up his part a little bit more like that's yeah. without seeing the movie uh, yeah i'm sure this is an incredible virtuoso performance by viola davis uh how mm-hmm. the movie is around her I don't know, but just from that trailer, you can tell she's embodying a character. And yeah, it's very interesting. Right. Uh, I'm trying to see. It. Oh no, nobody put. Nobody knows if she sang or not. Oh, does, she does sing. She does her singing in at least one song. Okay, so okay, so the, but, that's kind of the Hollywood. Yeah. The you got away with it. Yeah, you did a song. Good. Yeah, and, and you don't and really it sounds need to. good, and it sounds good. And the blues singing, I feel like you can get away with a little bit in blues singing too. You know, like. It's not. It's not the same I as like hitting like specific notes well, and things like that. Right. I think it's less academic, but I think it's a lot more emotional. So yeah. I think it's a lot easier to look fake doing the blues. I right. think it's a lot easier to not be, uh, you know, real. Real. Yes. There's a better word than real that I can't think. Of. <laughs> authentic. Right. Authentic. Yes. Authentic is exactly <laughs> the word. Thank you. Yes. Uh, moving on to another movie that's also coming out on Netflix. Uh, what do you know about Midnight Sky, starring uh, James Clooney? What's his name? George. George Clooney. George Clooney. The Cloon. Yeah, the Cloon Dog. Uh, didn't I'd never heard of this movie. Actually, I'd never heard anything Me about it. Me neither. Yeah, actually, before I saw that, you had kind of put it out there on your list i saw the trailer pop up so i'm like oh let me just pull that up real quick and he's unrecognizable as well like this is another movie where uh, the lead person is like at he's least definitely making himself up a little bit to look wrong just to yeah different. I, sh- I should say from the little thumbnail that i clicked on i thought it was mm. starring a black man and with ah. a beard and then i clicked on it and i was like it. oh that's george clooney okay George Clooney and, as black man. Got it. <laughs> or just elderly uh, well, looking dude. Yeah. He looks pretty old. Uh, the, uh, yeah. the cast is not bad. The cast is a pretty good cast of people. Yeah. You got Clooney. Oh, yeah. We got Felicity Jones. You got Damien Bashir. Kyle Chandler shows up. Can never. David Oyelowo. 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 That guy. He's a very good actor. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. He's a good cast. Uh, uh, it's got a little a little mini me that I have thoughts about, but I will not share them here. I think I think I can guess something about the movie from the mini me's way. Uh huh. But okay. it looks very cute. It looks like he's gonna run around with a little daughter, little mini me, and yep. he's gonna put 
put stuff on her to make her look safe but also adorable. And yeah, and they got to go somewhere dangerous, but he's going to take care of her. Yeah, and a lot of this scares me because the the trailer feels like it's trying to do a lot of things that we've already seen and other things and it's like like putting them kind of in a blender. Mm. And I'm just not sure how, how good that's going to come out. Because like George Clooney as a director is very ambitious. And because he's just directing did he, this. Did yeah. he direct Tomorrowland? Uh, I believe so, yeah. That mm. sounds right. Did you see that? I did. I did, yeah, regretfully. And did you like that? I did not. No. Ugh, that was damn. not good. Did you ever saw it? No, huh? No, I could. Everyone hated it. And I was like, <laughs> but it looks good, though. Oh, no, he didn't direct no. that. He didn't direct Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay. No. He's just in it. All right. Yeah. Oh. But still, like, yeah, he's probably. No, glad. I know him as a director, and I know I love his first, his very first directed movie, and I believe his second. I think his first mm-hmm. and second directorial movies are among my favorite movies, like top fifty. Not like yeah, the uh, them, but, oh, I had it right here. But uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, uh, good night and good luck, or the second? Good night and good luck was second, right? Uh, first uh-huh. was uh, don't tell me, uh, confessions of a dangerous mind. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, both of those movies are excellent films. Yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Confessions of Dangerous Mind, very fun. Uh, what you call it? Uh, a Good Night and Good Luck. Mm-hmm. Just a damn good movie. Just yeah. a story worth telling. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Black and white period mm-hmm. drama. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Iron Man before Iron Man. Uh, wait, what? Uh, oh. yeah, oh. Ro- uh, Robert Downey Jr. Pops in there. Oh, really? Oh, does I some, that. Does some serious acting. Oh, So cool. does, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, you, the whole cast. The cast is great. Yeah. Go watch that movie. It's very good. Yeah. You probably heard that phrase, good night and good luck. You probably that's know that. But very that's... famous sign-off from an mm-hmm. old American uh, news broadcaster back when they were trustworthy. So, between, <laughs> yes. Between <laughs> those two films, though, he, he directed five episodes, it looks like, of a TV what? series. Er? Er. No, it's called Ur. Un- uh, uh, it's called Unscripted. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's a reality show. Oh, oh no. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, okay. Unscripted. That's not that one. No, what's that's Never not that reality show? That one. Not that's not that drama about reality shows, right? No, I don't think so. It's just three young actors try to make it big in Hollywood. It just seems like. Nah, a, that's, a, I don't know. What that means. It wasn't a big thing. Yeah, but um, but anyway. Yeah, so like yeah. that's it's a reason to Films pay attention. Directed. That he directed Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. He directed Good Night and Good Luck, and then he didn't direct anything else, no matter what anyone tells you. <laughs> don't watch him, okay? Until maybe this, maybe the, the maybe Midnight's he did guy. direct this. We'll maybe let you he know. did direct He'll it. Tell you. We'll tell you if he directed it. He did direct this one. Maybe it's good. <laughs> it's full of good people. Moving based, on. Uh, oh, I'm based. sorry. Did you want to talk about more? Oh, it's just now. This is for for later. If I'm really that interested, because it's based on a book called "Good Morning Midnight," which I don't know what that means. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Very, uh, that, that that title is too cute by half. Is my new favorite. Phrase. It's not new. I've known this phrase for a very long long time, but I've used it like ten times in the last week. Uh-huh. Too cute by half. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's good. That's I good. Hate myself for overusing. <laughs> no, I like. Okay, it. Dan. Okay. Here we go. Number 16 on our list, I have Bridgerton, an American drama about Regency London by Shonda Rhimes. I'm not going to watch it, but I bet you people will. You know, I was I got slightly excited because I am a kind of sucker for some period. Shonda Rhimes? Some peri- uh, no, period drama I stuff. I know you don't watch Shonda yeah. Rhimes. Shows. <laughs> not that I have anything against Shonda Rhimes. No, she's very accomplished. Yeah, yeah. 
but very uh what's that called when you're everywhere ubiquitous oh i like that yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense uh no i just I, it's too like teeny teeny uh soap opera for me mm-hmm. uh yeah. but it, but i i kind of like that it has like a black the cast. regency london you like the regency london thing uh, you like the that? little upstairs downstairs you yeah like, little... like in general i do i do like that stuff but this actually seems like it skews too young and mm. in subject it, and in focus for maybe the audience. this should be on the cw instead yes yes okay i could see that real uh-huh. quick uh upstairs downstairs did you you watch downton I've seen everything of Downton, including the uh, movie in the theater. Right? Loved it. Yeah, it, really like God, it. I want. I really want to watch it. <laughs> I, I there's nothing there for me, but mm-hmm. just I. So many people whose opinions I respect, enjoy it very much. Yeah. I really. I gotta just force myself one of these days. Yeah. And, and I'm sure yeah. I'll love it. I'm sure I'll love it. I think you would. Yeah. If you if you got. It's all about sometimes the timing, right? Of like the mindset we're in when we watch a thing because we don't want to force ourselves to be like. Oh God! Now I gotta watch it. You know what I'm saying? You you want to be in the motivated mindset, open minded, sure. and then uh, is, it, yeah. I've I have an important question. Mm-hmm. Is Mister is Mister Bates a good guy or a bad guy? Good guy. Oh, great guy. Okay, great guy. Yeah. I watch it then. I watch it. You watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. A, he's to to the nth degree. Uh, he has a really good uh, romance thing that happens. Mm-hmm. That's like you're just oh, like great. oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and so All right. uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's do good. It. good stuff. And, and I'm, uh, but I'm the first to admit that that is you're being sucked in and manipulated because it's like a sure. great score and like it looks great. There's like a lot of things that are working very well to manipulate you, but it's all just for for solid entertainment. If you're purposes, being manipulated into having a good time, yeah, I don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no. But yeah. I'm saying like I'm in with the, you in terms of like it's uh, uh, not the greatest thing of all time, right? It's not like Critic, critically, I mean, critics like it too, but it's just like it's not trying to to reinvent the wheel. I guess you could say in a, in a lot and, of and, yeah. and manipulation is not positive or negative. It's what you do with that manipulation. And right. a good right. writer, good writers, good storytellers in whatever genre they're, or I'm sorry, whatever medium they're using, yeah, can do that. And it's yeah. on purpose. They manipulate you because that's what a story does. It moves you from point A to point B, right. The way it wants to or right. it tries anyway. Yeah, and if you're going to use right. a bombastic score to do that, then so be it. That's if that's Let's what belongs it. in that scene. Yeah. It goes there. If you're going to yeah. use a crazy costume and mask to hide your performers so that a panel of uh, celebrities can guess who they are <laughs> without <laughs> knowing who that is, well, then you'd be the masked singer. And right. that's a show where they have to sing while Ken Jeong and a bunch of other idiots uh-huh. uh, guess uh-huh. A-list actors and celebrities on a C-list show yeah well what, what happened to the other one that's the singer show yeah what now there's a new show coming out but are they both they both exist still I yeah guess. they're both gonna happen at the same time like well one's now. off the air the other one comes back on maybe or something who knows oh i have no yeah. idea i yeah. didn't dan the notes that i have for the masked dancer uh-huh. i'm gonna hold them up to the camera so that you can uh-huh. read them uh-huh ha 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 that's what i wrote <laughs> that goes that's right it. that goes right in line that's with my what well, you see what i wrote in my notes Oh, I see. Literally an ellipses. Over. Oh, yeah. Oh, ellipses. yeah. I did yeah. notice that. Dun, dun, dun. And then I understood what that meant. But yeah. before we started recording, Dan told me what that meant. He he basically said, what could possibly <laughs> want to talk about this? Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think this is a stupid idea, but it's fine. It's and the, the mass dancing. Honestly. Celebrities dancing. The, tra- <laughs> the trailer did something so random, too, where it was like messing with the word uh, mask. Mm-hmm. Like it was hinting at the word, and it said like M. 
meh, and then it said meh, and then yeah. it sounded it out, it said meh, and it's, it said meh. I'll tell you what it is then. What? I'll tell you exactly what the hell it is. What was and, that? And, and I'm telling you too, listeners, because you're going to suffer this just as we have. Uh, that is them developing a brand called Masked so that you can oh. see more shows with masked people doing things. Oh, wow. Yep. So that's, that's what their, that is. Oh, okay. So you did see that. Get okay. ready for the mask. Oh my God, the mask. What this time? <laughs> oh, finish spelling so I can see. <laughs> Honestly. Were, oh, that was a surprise. That was a surprise. Yes, you get that. that. Oh, get and that. you're gonna get and you're gonna get this commercial again. Only it's gonna be like the, the mask frittata flipper or some shit like that. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> the only good thing about these shows is a making fun of the stupid guesses that they make because they they guess Tom Cruise. And it's always not Tom Cruise. Uh, But really, honestly, Mm -hmm. the only saving grace to these shows is the costumes are amazing. As an an art form, those costumes are incredible. Yeah. No, they got people. They put people to work that do that stuff Mm -hmm. for Hollywood, you know. So it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're pulling that part of it off, yeah. Did you see the guy, what's his name, the wrestler, Mickey Rourke, like leave the show in the middle of it? No. Did that happen? If I had to guess what happened, this is what happened. Uh They invited Mickey Rourke to be on the show. He looked Uh into it and was like, yeah, it looks fun. He went the day of or whatever, and they they did the singing part, but he was like, I could sing a little bit. I could do this, and he was fine. Yeah. And then they put the costume on him, and he was like, oh, fuck this. (laughs) And so in the middle of it, literally as, uh, what's his name? Not Don Lemon. (laughs) <laughs> Who is the Who? host of this show? Oh, uh, is it Don Lemon? Tom it's Bergeron? No, no, that was the, that was the dancer. Uh, it's I don't uh, know who the man, host fuck is. Fuck you, son. Man, Nick Cannon is Nick oh. Cannon. Nick Cannon oh, okay. is hilarious, daddy. Man, fuck you, son. It's <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Um, uh-huh. Nick Cannon is literally revving up to the part to the reveal when he just takes his hat off. He's like, and you can hear him on a hot mic go, "I'm done with this," and he just <laughs> takes it off and walks off set. Oh shit. They showed it too. As huh? he's revving up to him, well, yeah, Nick Cannon's a professional. He plays mm-hmm, it off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's revving up to do the reveal. Wow. He's not even. Yeah, That's hilarious. This yeah, is yeah, a dumb show. Out. Watch it for fun if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got its audience in the middle. In the in the middle of the. Those costumes are nice. Yeah, the costumes are nice. Sure. All right, we're pulling towards the end, Dan. Yes. I've got a. Did you see the trailer for a show called Equinox? I did. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad you saw the trailer because that. Yeah was a good trailer yeah it looked it looked cool it reminded me of the show dark uh yeah some, i had a feeling yeah i didn't watch dark though. i watched the first right. episode yeah so it could be uh cool i heard so, you know, a lot of people mentioning that in the i thought that obviously yeah. but then i looked in the youtube you don't think that's also it's coming from the same part of the world so everybody just right. kind of goes like if it's south of the border it's mexican and if it's scandinavian it's all the same right yeah because this is for sure german though right is it danish, for sure? danish. oh it is danish oh, okay so that 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 changes things a little bit but um people excuse me people in the comments were stating that uh maybe it's in the dark universe or something but if it's not oh. in germany i don't know i believe I it's about that. denmark denmark but, uh, oh, okay. do you i see shows like this now where it's starring a radio person or a person like doing a uh, radio show uh-huh. and i i don't care if the sh- the the medium or the proper the property the story being told tells me that they are radio hosts or anything yeah. they're podcasters in my head they're all podcasters yeah right so yeah this is the story well, about a podcaster uh, 
Well, I was going to say the only thing though is that there aren't they isn't that signal like coming in and they don't know how or something? Oh like yeah, they're getting over. a call. Oh, I thought it was like is a it just call, a call? A caller. Oh, maybe I it is just a caller. Call. Okay. But so she it has to be it can be a podcast cuz there's a caller. Yeah, there's like <laughs> yeah, a live element to it, but still like, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I have seen podcasts have live callers. No, it's They just it's tweet possible. out that they're recording and then they just and yeah. call the number. Yeah, it's yeah. not that crazy. Yeah, it's it's possible, but uh but you're saying that the radio element is kind of interesting. Well, I no because you. I'm just, well, just it like, is, whatever. but only to me because I am a podcaster and therefore I have decided everybody <laughs> doing that on TV is a podcaster as well. Right. Uh, yeah. The uh, the the show itself, though, let me give you yeah. kind of a, a an idea of what the show's about. This girl uh, had a very good friend that was in a class that went dis- that disappeared when she was ten years old. I don't think it was her mm-hmm. class, but a class disappeared when she was ten haunted these people forever she's moved on though her life has continued Mm -hmm. uh she's just got this radio show and somebody calls in saying that they have information about that thing and about what really happened Mm -hmm. she starts to freak the fuck out i don't know if you noticed her freak the fuck out yeah yeah but she starts to basically have a panic attack she has a panic attack brought on by this person telling her i have the truth Uh and then they they they're big swing line is there is another reality right there right. is another reality and now that i'm looking at this um poster it looks exactly like dark it's yes yeah. because it's like an upside down it's a mirror image type mm-hmm. thing so like uh, obviously implying that there's something above and below but in different like uh right. realities yeah because there's another reality could just mean you haven't heard the truth right. but it could also mean some metaphysical stuff is happening Right, and this person is going to have to traverse both to either get that mm-hmm. girl back or maybe she goes and lives on that other side, yeah. something weird like that. Who knows? Yeah. It has, that's fun. It, it's has, fun. it feels like a high-budget version of Limetown a little bit too. Oh. Uh, I know you didn't watch that. No. I know no one watched that, uh-uh. but I did. I saw the first three or so. <laughs> yeah. And there was good in there. It wasn't trash. I, uh-huh. I don't ever want to see a show from the Facebook company ever again. <laughs> But there was talent behind the scenes. So, yeah, a better done shot at a similar story is fine. I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah, this, no, this is only six episodes, so a quick, quick series. And, uh, yeah, I think I might check this out. And I think that's pretty much all of the scheduled television I have on my list, Dan. Do you have anything else? Yeah, uh, that's it, dude. That's pretty much... There's some returning things. Oh, yeah. I did have a, um, a list of returning things I, I wanted to at least mention, so uh-huh. let me just rattle off about six or seven of those. Returning, uh, surprise, Pennyworth is coming back for some reason. Oh, so whoever liked the it. story of Alfred, Batman's mm-hmm. butler, before he became Batman's butler, mm-hmm. slash father figure. Uh, yeah, that's coming back. Uh, Seal Team, starring Angel, uh... Or Booth from Bones. Uh, uh-huh. that, okay. Did you see that at all? No. Yeah, me neither. Never. In fact, that led me into saying pretty much every single CBS show is coming back in December. Oh, and okay. I think that is a calculated, like, that is an in with intention to help our elderly friends in these times <laughs> of, uh, of darkness, of coldness, of well. COVID. And of holidays. Well, but also it's just a natural uh, delay in the production schedule too. I think for shows, you know, that usually would I'm come sure. back in September, October. Now they're coming back, right? December, January, yeah, right, yeah. No, uh, I mean they've got like 
eight shows coming back in like yeah, two weeks. Like all the, the yeah. Chicago shows, all the Chicago, or and, and the all the NCIS and all the yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's wild. People got I watching. Think it's really, do. CBS is like old people. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come here. I know you miss Thanksgiving. It's fine. I know Trump lost. Might not get out to Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to say that one. All right. Okay. Yeah. Big Mouth is also coming back. Uh-huh. Uh, the Expanse is also coming back. So Netflix mm. fans of animation and Amazon fans of sci-fi. You got that yeah. coming back. And Dan, I mentioned that I recommended this to you a while back. I'm curious if you went to check out Song Exploder, which is coming back for a second season. Oh no, I never, I never did see that yet. I was curious because I, I think that's a very Dan show, so I'm very curious if you'd be into it. Yeah, it was like put it on my list and stuff, but I just uh, haven't just got around to it. it. Yeah, have you have you actually seen any? No, of them yet? I no, listened okay. to the podcast. Right, and I didn't love it. I didn't love the podcast. Right. The concept okay. is great, but. That kind of turned me off to the show, but yeah. it never took away the fact that I think the concept is great. And right. I think if that's something you would enjoy, especially now that mm-hmm. I know it's coming back for a season two, which means the first mm-hmm. season must have been somewhat successful, mm-hmm. that yeah. must be pretty good. So yeah. yeah, but maybe I'll I'll look for a song that I like in the in the season in the first season and maybe sure. check that out. Yeah, no, no. That's all I need is just get a good episode, and then I'll maybe mm-hmm. you know ride that wave. Oh, that's what that's what I tried to do with you with that podcast, Punch Up the Jam, oh, where they uh-huh. where they rewrite terrible yeah. songs. Well, first they go line by line through the whole song and why it's terrible, and yeah. then they try to rewrite it. Mm-hmm. Then one of the hosts, Demi, left to go write on several shows. The last one being the Amber Ruffin show. Very cool. yeah. Oh, I heard him uh, mention that. Yeah, uh-huh. he used to have a joke uh, where every song would just end up being Beverly Hills by Weezer. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then he left the podcast for a long time. Miel, Miel Bruto, the comedian who's in charge of it now, the co-host, uh, is still good podcast, not as good as when he yeah. was on there. Yeah, the last episode, he came back to oh. guest. Oh, wow. Uh, it is very clear she needs him to yeah. rein her in. Oh, yeah. And they did Beverly Hills. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, so that's it out cool. If you get a chance. Yeah. It's a good time. And it's just good to, he doesn't do any podcasts anymore, but he's got such a good personality for podcasting yeah. that it was good to hear him again. Right. No, and he's been popping up in that's some things. Uh, like he was on a yeah. Comedy Bang Bang episode recently and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He was, and he, he even got like, him and him and Childish Gambino got the same start. They both have like bit parts in Thirty Rock or something like that. Oh, really? That's okay. Demi. That's Demi Adijuwebe, by the way. Yeah. I only said Demi. Demi Adijuwebe. You might know him from uh, what is the stupid song's name? The September the twenty, September twenty third, twenty sixth. Twenty. I forget that. Remember? Yeah. I don't know if there was a. Sp- <laughs> yeah. He does that every yeah. whatever date that is. He's been doing it for five years now, six years. Yeah, where he, uh, yeah. the video gets bigger and bigger every year, where he celebrates that day just for being the day that they name in that song. Yeah, and the videos get incredible. Yeah. It's really fun. And yeah. so Demi, that's what I'm. That's my recommendation of the week. Anything <laughs> Demi Adijuwebe does, he's a good. He's a good guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I wanted to mention before mm-hmm. we go, Dan, a couple mm-hmm. of TBAs. I know WandaVision is going to be the spearhead of Marvel's next phase right now as they're in pause it's not gonna be black widow anymore as it was supposed to be and everything Mm -hmm. else is getting pushed back but wandavision is Mm -hmm. tip of the spear they're gonna be the first thing coming through whenever that happens it's still still tentatively scheduled for the end of the year 
but I don't know. So what I heard, this is what I heard, uh, read, mm-hmm. what I read was that it was scheduled for January, then they bumped it up oh. to December, okay. and then they bumped it back to January. That was okay. the last I had heard. Just a so. lot of bumps. I know, I know, and I don't okay. really know why. It doesn't. I, th- I would think just put it out before mm-hmm. the holidays or whatever, but uh, I don't know. Well, you know who's doing that, who's doing the hmm. exact same thing, and who is, is doing that. Huh. That was a bunch of words. <laughs> The Boondocks. If you ever watched The Boondocks, the no. Aaron Magruder uh, comic strip turned basically American anime. Never. Because it's in the uh, the Boondocks is in the anime style fully. Uh-huh. Like it's very, very much American anime. Yeah. Um, and it's and it was fun and great and very groundbreaking and very controversial and a little problematic in places. Right. But that's what happens when you have a show this controversial. Mm-hmm. You're going to get problematic. Sure. There's the episode where Martin Luther, what would happen if Martin Luther King didn't die, but he was put in a coma by that bullet? What would happen mm. if he woke up today? How would he feel about the state of America? That's right. a wild ass idea. Yeah. That they did not, they didn't pull it off perfectly, and they had a lot. A lot of people had a lot of problems with that episode. Yeah. But what a swing! What an mm. interesting thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. The show is full of interesting stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole episode about how what if uh, Dave Ross? Dave Ross is the painter, right? Yeah, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. Uh-huh. But like, but instead, like he instead of motivating you to paint, he was like, "No, use your talents." to tag up that wall some nice <laughs> shit bro shit like that I like that yeah. it's cool it's very good ideas yeah um i think the original series is worth going back to check out okay. this is i don't know what this is it's on hbo max it has been called a reboot it's been called a reimagining john witherspoon who played the the grandfather of the two main kids mm-hmm. the three main characters he was one of them uh mm-hmm. right before he passed away he came out and he said i'm coming back baby this show is coming back everything's gonna be great Uh Uh, and then he passed away Uh, and it Hmm. seems like in the meantime they went well shit we have to do something with it now right so I'm not sure what this is but it will be putting out a 50 minute special this year before the end of the year on HBO Max with a following series tentatively Hmm. called season 3 but not a continuation weird yeah no, yeah. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about this. I can't find a any kind of like trailer, like promotional information. No, me neither. Like I couldn't so find anything. Just yeah. that. That no matter what, that fifty minute specials coming out this year. So okay. they are this year. Wow. Yeah. And like as the, opposed to Maniac Cop. Oh right. Yeah. So Maniac Cop is a. Uh, it's going to be on HBO Max when it comes out. Hopefully in twenty twenty one. At some point, uh, there's no real date yet. Like originally, I think it was they were trying to fast track it to come out in the next couple months, but because of uh, all the COVID stuff, it got pretty delayed. It's listed as in pre-production right now. But this is from uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, who did Drive, and mm-hmm. uh, most Only recently, God forgives. The, Only God forgives. Yeah, and then most recently on the um, uh, yeah, on show Amazon. My brother watched. What's yeah. Show? Uh, I oh, forget. too young. Too. Too young, too old to die young. Too old to die young. Yeah, yeah. crazy. My brother was super into it. He really wants me to watch it. I gotta, I gotta get into it. Yeah, it, it, I've heard people make jokes that it's like Amazon, like kind of gave him the reins because they bought the rights to uh, Neon Demon before that, right? So they mm, gave him that show. Wow, I forgot about Neon Demon. Yeah, and so and so like they like okay, yeah, go make this show. But then they, it was funny because people were kind of like, uh, they're probably not gonna let you do another one of those because that's like out there. That show was yep. like crazy out there. 
very artistic, but uh, but interesting. And so now um, this show that is a is a remake of a 1980s film, I believe, right? Which and like a cheesy movie, like a silly movie about right. a monster policeman who is the hero. So right. Oh wow! He does yeah. All the yeah. So all the monster things he does are for the good of humanity. Or well, okay. People? So let me read. I'm going to read two things. This is first just like a very, very brief blurb about the summary. Is there a monster on the loose on the streets of Los Angeles, or is it just a killer cop out to punish the city that destroyed him? Mm-hmm. All right. So there's that. But then, so then, uh, Nicholas, it's, it's good. you know what it has? It's uh-huh. got a very toxic Avenger. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's got that. That's a good comparison. Too. Yeah. 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 And because it's winding rough and like he doesn't, he, he doesn't do things like, it's not going to be straightforward hero business, you know what I'm saying? We're right. gonna we're gonna get off on like people dying. Well, that's what I'm. That's happen. what I. I'm a little worried about uh, that. Nicholas Winden, uh, I was gonna call him Reffin. Yeah, Reffin. He's got a little bit of villain worship in him. Yes. Uh, yes. So I'm a little worried that this might take too much of the villain side. But if it's got a silly monster faced police officer as the main character, right? Okay. I can't well, take it that seriously. So this is what he said. To okay. kind of hype things up on uh, on Twitter, he said that Maniac Cop will be his version of a cocaine-fueled, neon-soaked, bubblegum-wrapped, mayhem-infused, speed-driven universe of thrill-seekers who are consumed by that ever-present struggle of good versus evil, but evil is winning. So, <laughs> bad detective, uh, Port of Call, New Orleans? <laughs> right, yeah. But That's a monster. exactly what he just described. But a monster. Oh, but a yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't but know. Still. Nicolas Cage plays a monster in that movie. That he doesn't yes. have monster parts is not... You know who directed that? Doesn't that doesn't take too? away. Ah, uh, no. I can't Hurt pull it the top of my head. Oh, uh, yeah. Hurt, no, I didn't Hurt know Sog. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I want to awesome. rewatch it. That movie's yeah. amazing. That movie's so much fun. Yeah. The, I would never watch that series. I, I have no interest in uh, Harvey Keitel's uh, right. movies. Yeah, yeah. But Port of Call New Orleans is so much fun. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. You, we, we might have to do that one. Yeah. We maybe, might have to get into it. I haven't, yeah, that, I haven't that seen it forever. But, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since it came out on, on video. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I probably I Netflix, Netflix mail disc. If I had right. to remember, <laughs> yeah. I, if I had to guess, that's probably how I got it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else? So, yeah. All right. I think that's it. And then that's pretty much... Oh, no, I've got one more. Midnight Mass. Uh, that's also a TBA. Did you yeah. find the time for this? Dude, this series Also next year? Yeah, this is not even... Like, there's no, like, for sure dates or anything. So, mm-hmm. it seems like it was a, it was approved by Netflix to be, like, uh, made into a series, like, maybe a year or two ago. Uh, probably after the success of, like, Haunting, Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it's just I in so the works and stuff. It's, so. it, I think it takes. It depends on how seriously it's going to take itself because the, the mm-hmm. just the information on the outside reminds me a lot of a show called Haven, which I don't oh. expect most people to know. Uh, but it was loosely based on a on a Stephen King short story called Whatever Happened to Like the Frisco Kid or something like that. Not okay. that. That's not it. But it's yeah, very. Yeah. I'm pretty close. Uh-huh. Uh The Colorado Kid, maybe. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's it's got a very similar like there's a there's this this isolated island community of people who re- re- regularly interact with miraculous and supernatural events. 
mm. and kind of the unraveling or the unwrapping of the story, figuring out why and how and all that. Right. So cool. I'd be interested whenever it comes out, and it was scheduled for December. This is uh, like Mike Flanagan's got some good stuff under his belt. So yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. No, those are all good things that are so, yeah. coming soon. <laughs> if it doesn't before. come out by the end of the year, go check out Haven. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. And on that note, I think that's us covering December. Uh, next week yeah. we'll probably hit uh, either a movie or a couple of pilots. You'll know when you see the episode title. <laughs> 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 on that note, adios. Bye. Now, two, one.